You are listening to the Next Best Picture podcast, and this is Dan Baer's interview with the star from Joe Bell, Reed Miller. If you were me, would you rather live in La Grande or New York City? I happen to love La Grande, so... Uh-uh. What does La Grande have? Exactly. Nothing. What does New York City have? It has Broadway and Gaga. Yeah. Oh. Lady Gaga. Don't do it. Don't do what? Listen to me when I say... You're beautiful and your way, cause God makes no mistakes. I'm on the right track, baby. I was born this way. Excuse me, I didn't know you knew the words. Don't hide yourself in regret. Just love yourself and you're set. I'm on the right track, baby. I was born this way. All right. We're not doing that again. Hey, Dad. Can I talk to you for a minute? I'm getting picked on by these guys at school. Why is that? Because I'm not like them. It's got to be more than that. Why are you like this? Because I'm, I'm different. That's just, not an answer, Jade. Because no. I'm gay. We won't let nature take its course, all right? It'll work itself out. Joe, what? It's not gonna work itself out. You're feeling nervous, so I should talk. With your quiet voice. What about therapy? I don't need therapy, they do. Tugging on your shirt. Don't look at this fag. Trying to hide inside of it. You don't know what it's like. Hide how much it hurts. To muster up the courage to ask for help. Let them live while they can. You gotta get out of this room, Joe. Jaden knew before he died that you loved him and accepted him. That's what matters. I never let him know it was okay. I gotta live with that. I have been to the movies. I've decided to walk across America. I'll talk to anybody who will listen about bullying. When I told you to take a walk, I meant around the block, not to New York City. He told us he won't live there someday, remember? Saw him right there in front of me. God, queens are everywhere now. Can we turn that off? That wasn't even an appetizer of what I have to deal with day in and day out. Well, that's because you were in everybody's face about it. I wonder where I got that one from. There's a lot of things I've learned out here. Nobody but me for company. I still feel Jaden's presence. <laughs> well, I still got a long road ahead of me. Hi, I am Daniel Bayer from the Next Best Picture podcast, and we're talking with Reed Miller from the new film Joe Bell. Hi, Reed. How are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm doing fantastic. It's great to be talking to you today. Joe Bell is a really interesting movie, and I think it's a very important movie for a lot of people to see. There is one particular acting choice that I wanted to talk to you about, Mm -hmm. and it comes very early in the film, Mm -hmm. in probably the first big scene for Jaden Bell, the young man that you're playing, comes out to his father, and you can tell that he's having a great difficulty in doing so, but when it comes time to actually say that I'm gay, compared to everything else, that's very underplayed moment, kind of Mm -hmm. almost tossed off like he's just he just wants to get it out as fast as possible i wanted to just talk about how you came to that decision was that something you worked on with the director or the screenwriters or your own instinct what was the thought process yeah i you know i think it was a combination of, of the two i think it was gut instinct i think it was what ray was thinking I, it was one of those moments where there were a few ways you could have played it right you know could have really milked that moment 
But for me, what I felt in my gut was Jaden is pretty afraid to say this. His dad is not exactly the most accepting. And for me, it was like, I feel like at this point, there's been so much buildup and it's becoming such a problem at school with the bullying that he's just doesn't have a choice. And he just says it. It's like ripping off a Band-Aid. Um, and, uh, and I feel like it's such an important moment because he says it. And then it's the immediate aftermath that you feel it. Mm-hmm. You don't feel it right in that moment. And I feel like that was something me and Mark both did. And I was really proud of that scene because it was just, we were able to really like be in that moment and more importantly, just feel that moment um, of disconnect between two people, two people who love each other, who doesn't want to understand it, who thinks it's safer and better for the whole family to not acknowledge it. And then you have Jaden on the other end, who all he wants is to be heard and more importantly, accepted by his dad, who he, who he loves very much, even if they have kind of a tumultuous relationship. So I think that scene is very, very, um, very interesting, but also very important. And yeah, and it's a very interesting scene because too, Joe does not react how you might expect him to on yeah. either side of the equation. He doesn't have an immediate negative reaction, but mm-hmm. his reaction is also still one of negativity in that, well, okay, fine, whatever, just yeah. still hide it. <laughs> like, like, like almost like sweeping it under the rug. Yeah. 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 And that, that scene so it's a really interesting dynamic between the two characters that we see carry carry out throughout the rest of the film um how did you build that rapport with mark Wahlberg? yeah no it's funny because we you know we didn't really have to build anything i mean it was just kind of like an instant thing of like you know after our first meeting he was walking me out of his house and he's like you know i want you to know that when i talk to you it's like i'm talking to my son i'm talking to one of my sons and I felt that same way about him, not my son, but like my dad, you know what I mean? Like, like I was talking to, to, to my dad and it, it's like, you know, that instant sort of rapport and that instant chemistry between, between the two of us and that relationship, I think was so important. And the fact that it was so instant and seamless and, and completely effortless is what probably convinced the producers that I was the guy to play Jaden, because that relationship is just so important to the whole film. It's the crux of the whole thing. Speaking of, you know, your you convincing the producers to cast you, was this a part that when you read the script, you were like, yes, immediately I have to do this? Or was it something that you really had to think about and um, pontificate on for a bit before agreeing? Honestly, it was pretty immediate. I mean, for me, like once I finished the script, I was like, I have to, I have to do this movie. Like I, I got to tell the story. And of course, at the time, it's like, you know, you don't really have any control. You know, all you can do is read it. Yeah, I want to do it, but you got to be able to convince them that you're the guy. So it was like, it was a pretty grueling audition process. So finally, when it happened, it was just such a relief. But then it was also like that relief was short lived because, like, okay, time to go to work, time to do exactly what you, you promised you would do, which is, which is tell his story the right way. Mm-hmm. And, and it's an interesting part too, because you are playing both the real life Jaden and slight spoilers for anyone listening who hasn't seen the movie yet. Also um, this version of Jaden that sort of exists in his father's head as he's yeah. going on this walk. 
where did you find the differences between those two versions of Jaden? You know, I think the difference for me, at least, was the version in, in Mark's mind is kind of like a dual thing where in some scenes, it's like a perfect father-son relationship, right? It's like they have the best chemistry, they have the best relationship, but then there are other moments where he, Jaden makes that quick shift of, you're not getting it. You are still not getting it. And that's because it's a combination of, you know, it's almost like that is Joe himself mm-hmm. telling himself that he's still not getting it. So it's all, it was almost like playing three characters. It was like Jaden, the real Jaden, who I was portraying, the kind of happier dreamlike Jaden on some, in some of those scenes. And then that version of Jaden, that's kind of a bit like his father, that, that more aggressive, like you are still not getting it. And that side of Jaden is very few and far between. Like, I feel like you see that part of him a little bit um, at the diner, see that part, part of him a little bit when they're walking uh, on the road. And, and I'm asking, you know, what do you think, like, what is being a man to you? And it was also kind of difficult because the dialogue is very, in those scenes, very aggressive and very confrontational when Jaden was not very confrontational. So it was finding that balance of how do I have that element of Joe in there while also still being Jaden. I'm still playing Jaden, regardless of if this is in his mind or not, it is still him. So it was just finding that balance. Coming up on 5-Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis. You might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not, it's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because the news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. I'm Allison Holland, host of the Kennedy Dynasty podcast. Equipped with a microphone and a long-term fascination of the Kennedy family, I am joined by an incredible cast of experts, friends, and guests to take you on a fun, relaxed, yet informative journey through history and pop culture. From book references to fashion to philanthropy to our modern expectations of the presidency itself, you'll see that there is so much more to Kennedy than just JFK or conspiracy theories. Join me for the Kennedy Dynasty podcast. Yeah, and it it comes across really, really well. I think so. Awesome. Congratulations! Thank you. On, Thank you so on much. That job. <laughs> Thank you. I um, appreciate that. Of course. The other scene that I was really interested to talk to you about was the um, the beatdown scene in the school shower. Oh yeah, the bat, uh, the shower scene. Yeah, it's very, very intense and scary to watch. Um, it's very visceral. And I was wondering what it was like for you shooting that scene. Um, you know, the boy, the other cast members are not really in very much other scenes in the film. Did mm-hmm. So did you like, did you build a relationship with them before to sort of create a kind of intimacy and feel safe or was that? Oh, no. No? <laughs> oh, no. I, it was, you know, they all had their, their own process as well. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, I'm very much the guy who wants to get to know everyone and build those relationships. And, you know, uh, Bl- Blaine, who's a wonderful actor, he, because of their, you know, um, 
because of that, you know, sort of antagonistic relationship, he didn't speak to me. Like we spoke maybe, maybe twice. And then like a week before filming, it was complete silence on his end. And that, and I, I mean, I get why. Um, and the funny thing about that scene is that's one of the first scenes we shot. We shot that on day one in the morning. Oh God. And uh, yeah, no, same reaction. <laughs> and we had a court, we had a stunt guy, but none of it was choreographed. So we got there and it was like, and go for it. And I was like, and I'm getting attacked. You know what I mean? It was, um, so it was really, it's visceral because it's real. It's, it's that scene is, there's a lot of scenes in this movie that are just real. It's, that's what you're seeing. It's, it's you know, we didn't take an hour beforehand to choreograph anything. Like you're going to pick them up like this. You're going to hit them like this. It was just, and I was hitting them as they were hitting. Like the moment I got like a first hit, that part of me was like, all right. And then I just immediately like went for it. Cause then it was just a fight in a bathroom. That's all we were doing. <laughs> and we got it like three <laughs> or four times. And it was like, then we were done. And there I am with oh like gosh. my nose bleeding and like I was gonna I, say, did you have any injuries? Yeah, oh yeah. I you know, I I there's I don't know if it made it into the final cut. I haven't seen it, but um in that scene, um they hold on me and they leave and I'm just in in the bathroom with the shower coming down on me, and I just start punching the ground, like just out of instinct. I don't really know what kind of came out of me, but this primal like punch the ground, punch the ground, punch the ground, punch the ground. And I hurt my wrist doing that. Um, and it was just, but it was just such a weird, like such an odd experience, but it really like kind of set me up for the rest of the movie. It was like, this is what we're doing. And this is going to be really real and visceral and you just got to be ready to go with the flow. Yeah. It's a real welcome to the world of Jaden yep. moment. <laughs> yep. And it shot really well. It's super intimate and super in your face. And, and I feel like, you know, the cinematographer was so wonderful and and me and him were always kind of in this kind of ba like ballet of sorts, this, this dance of me and him working in tandem. And, and I think it paid off. Yeah. Like I said, it's one of my favorite scenes in the film. It's, it's really, really well done. Well, I'm glad. Um, Thank you. What you said, that was the first day of mm -hmm. shooting, which mm -hmm. like, how do you ever follow that up? I know. <laughs> like, where do you go from there? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um what what was the your best versus worst day on the shoot i think the worst day well i think the best and worst day were the same day uh because uh, you've seen the film right mm -hmm. so and not to get into spoilers but because you know the scene i you'll know what i'm talking about the scene where i the phone scene oh uh, mm -hmm. so that was the best and worst day for me it was the best day because i was super proud of my performance but it was the worst day because I had to go to such a place that I think I've been avoiding in my life for a long time. So it was me very much unearthing a lot of things that I was going through in that moment and genuinely just being vulnerable and like telling a bunch of crew members, I didn't know something that was happening with me, but you know what I mean? It was just such a very rewarding, but also extremely, it took a long time to heal after that scene imagine and which actually leads me to the next question i was going to ask is what was your connection point to Jaden? how did you or what did you connect with most in that character from your own life that feeling of isolation mm. of loneliness because i get it i get what it's like to have a lot of friends and have no friends at all 
Um, and obviously I'm in a much better place in my life and I have tons of people that care about me and I'm just doing great. But at the time, this was what, two years ago, almost, I was in a very different place in my life. Um, and I really, that whole movie was just therapy. That whole movie was just me being forced to face all of my issues head on Wow! in front of people I didn't know, which <laughs> was kind of the best way, I think. Okay. Wow. So you shot this, you said about two years ago, mm-hmm. um, then the world shuts down. Yep. The film premieres at the Toronto International Film Festival and mm-hmm. you're not thinking back. I don't think you were able to actually be mm-hmm. there for, yeah. for that. And now almost another whole year later, it's finally coming out. Um, and I know that, you know, in this business, there's a lot of that, you know, like you shoot something and then don't really see hide nor hair of it and for mm-hmm. however long until it comes out. But this specific process, um, walk me through that because this has been a particularly long and interesting process for this film after you're finished. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, you find the movie on set, but then it's a whole other thing to find it in the edit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a whole other journey to find the movie in is uh, especially with how we shot it so it was like you know that process of like them going through a lot of editors trying to figure out who's the best pick for this who's going to get what we're trying to do and it's like you know we had one edit that was super long one edit that was way too short one edit that was mm. made no sense i mean it's like that's just the whole process right and it's like i remember you know ray brought me in to to watch a super early edit and I, and I sat there and I, I remember I, he was like, well, what do you think? I was like, I didn't like it. He was like, that this doesn't mm-hmm. feel like the movie we were trying to make at all. And he, um, you know, he looked at me and he was like, good. I feel the same way. He was like, right answer. <laughs> and then they re-edited it. And now here we are. I mean, it's just, you know, it's mm-hmm. such a crazy experience. And it was so cool to feel like a collaborator every step of the way. You know, like mm-hmm. my input was just as important as Mark's, it felt. Well, at least they made it feel that that way uh but um but no it was just such a great experience great collaborators and you know i'm just so proud of this film yeah well you should be like i said there's a lot of issues that the movie is dealing with and a lot of different potential audiences i think it's speaking to what is the big thing that you hope people take away from it you know i i really hope people just get an open mind you know, I think there are a lot of people who have hard hearts and are very closed off to new ideas, especially if they're raised a certain way. And I really hope this movie touches those people in particular and softens their hearts and shows them that love is something that doesn't and shouldn't be put into a box. People should love and feel free to love whoever they want. And we need to accept everyone for who they are and who they want to be. And I hope that those people, you know, start to realize that. Fantastic. It's really beautiful. Yeah. Last question, and mm-hmm. this is more of a fun one. Favorite Lady Gaga song? Favorite Lady Gaga song? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I, I gotta think. Can I, can I get some help? <laughs> I'm gonna get some help, mom. <laughs> My mom and my I mean, manager, if you want to say "Born This Way," which is clearly Jaden's favorite, uh, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, I would say but... <laughs> "Born This Way," but I know there's other songs that I like. What? 
What what are some Lady Gaga songs me and you used to listen to? Oh, Bad Romance. Bad Romance. I love Bad Romance. I actually still listen to that one. I just forgot what it was called. <laughs> it's a banger. Uh, that, that, that one's a banger. I like that one. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you so much for speaking with us today, Reed. We're really looking forward to the movie getting out there for everyone to see finally. And um, and for what's next for you? What What is you. next for you? I can't say. No. But there is something in the works right now that's very exciting so it'll be and it'll be very different so i think people are really gonna find it fun to see me do something so different great well congratulations and thank you best of luck break a leg and thank you so much looking forward to it thank you hopefully we'll talk again soon here's hoping hey everyone thank you so much for listening to dan bear's interview with reed miller for joe bell here on the next best picture podcast Joe Bell will be released theatrically on July 23rd by Roadside Attractions. You have been listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. We are proud to be part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and you can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support, which you can also lend on over at Patreon. For $1 minimum a month, you will get some exclusive podcast content from us. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and we shall see you all next time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.